Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, Eamon. I love you too. Oh, shit. <laughs> I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you. Hello everyone, my name is Lonnie and welcome to yet another special episode of I Miss You Man. It's a special episode with a special guest. We'll get to our special man in just a moment, but before that, my co-host Dylan, he's back, like always. And given it was Dylan's dream that started this podcast, Dylan, can you please tell listeners what we do each week? Well, Lonnie, we miss each other, so to keep in touch, we started this podcast, and basically we take turns each week hosting a topic, running the other through it for that week, and that could be anything, life, pop culture, and everything in between. That's really cool. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, Now, we've been having some guests on recently, and it's been so much fun, and this week it's actually really a delight for me, because other guests we've had on, they're people I kind of knew already. this week, I've reached out to somebody I have admired from afar. You could say I'm a bit of a fanboy. I'm kind of nervous, this one. <laughs> I want to make a good impression on Eamon. We're really excited to be joined by Eamon Clark of Isolation Trivia. Thanks for coming along, Eamon. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me. It's, um, it's a Sunday morning. I didn't, didn't really drink last night, so I'm feeling okay. <laughs> How about you guys? <laughs> uh, I didn't drink. I don't know about you, Dylan. I had a few brewskis, but you know, I'm not, uh, I'm powering on, I'm powering on. Okay, as long as you're not drinking now, that, that's the main thing, I think. Oh, you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about trivia. So first up, I've got some trivia about Eamon, just the listeners who, who may be um, unaware of, of him and his background. So like me, I think Eamon, you're, you're based in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. So I know you're a legend already. Um <laughs> More to the point, though, you run the immensely popular Isolation Trivia. Very simple terms. If you're not aware of it, it's a trivia night live stream to Facebook. Um, happened last year. I think you might have worked out why that began last year when we are all at home for so long. Um, but it's really it's what you get at a, at a pub or a, a trivia night. You stream it at home, interactive with comments and prizes and themed nights. It's just it's really so much fun and brought so much light into people's lives last year. Uh, in addition to that, um, Eamon, you host real life trivia nights. I think you're a bit of a DJ, and you know, more importantly, you're a rock and roll star. Is there anything I missed? Is there anything else we should know about you? Um, no, no, that's that's the resume. <laughs> I am um, I'm allergic to dairy. Okay, oh, I'm making note of that. <laughs> that's oh. it. I think you've covered everything. Oh, great. Well, as Dylan set up top, we normally have a topic that we sort of take each other through. Weirdly, this topic is you this week, Eamon. Um, but more generally, we're going to talk about trivia overall um, and how you put together the nights and so on. Uh, we're trying not to make it, you know, an interrogation, um, but, you know, you're probably used to asking the questions, so it'll be nice to have a bit of an answer time for you as well. Um, and, in fact, Dylan and I, we've got a little game of trivia planned at the end, so make sure you stick around, and that's listeners and also you, Eamon. Please stick around for that. 
I'm I'm so keen. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of thing. I love trivia, but I never have time for anyone to ask me questions. Okay, well, you've come to the right podcast today. Um, So, starting out, if you're at a party or something, Eamon, do you introduce yourself as a trivia host? What do you describe yourself as? Um, I generally not. I say, um, I usually start with the music stuff because that's more accessible. I just say, yeah, yeah, I'm in a band. I do that. And, and, but it's always, it's, it's a big, um, it's, it's not a source of insecurity, but it's, it's like, I try to say I, I run trivia nights, but they're actually really cool. Like they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's there's so much rubbish. Um, there's so many bad trivia nights around. I just I, yeah, <laughs> I just want to be like, no, no. I, I really I try really hard. <laughs> yeah, you you don't like the other cool uncool trivia nights. You want the cool ones, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm the cool trivia. <laughs> <laughs> and just for interest's sake, what do you say, Dylan? If you're at a party or something and you have to introduce yourself, oh, I say usually I'm Dylan. How are you going? Okay, mysterious. <laughs> yeah. Don't mention I have a podcast. I probably should, I guess. Get yeah. more free advertisement out there, I suppose. Well, I, I try and bring it up. Well, I don't go to many parties, so I kind of <laughs> I, I sidestep this issue. But recently, I've been introducing the podcast, and I try and make the person subscribe there and then. Just Jesus sort of. Christ. Oh, no. We just. I think we got to get listeners one by one. That's, that's my approach. So. Oh, okay. So you reckon I should go up to them and be like, "Hey, I run a podcast. Do you want to have a listen? Do you want to have a quick <laughs> listen?" And I'll take him into like the bathroom or something, and you know. Play him out later, step. Yeah, make them sub- subscribe on the spot too. Yeah, I'll be yeah. like, get 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 your phone out. That's yeah, get it out now. Go to Spotify. Yeah, yeah, follow. <laughs> That's it. You done it. Great night. Have a good one. <laughs> you like that? All right, I'll I'll just write a comment for you. <laughs> <laughs> what would you rate it? Five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. See, one by one. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> oh, well. hustling, I guess. Yeah, go yeah, on. Yeah. Um, Back to trivia though, Eamon, what's your earliest exposure to trivia nights? Like as a kid or you know, before you became a host yourself? What, what's your first trivia experience? Your, your origin story. <laughs> origin story. Well, yeah, I was always um, really into trivia and obsessed with trivia. When I was a kid I used to have one of the I don't know I don't know if they're a thing anymore. Do you do you remember toilet books? It was just a book, a big fat book with um, all sorts of facts and tiny little stories and things like that that you were supposed to read on the toilet. And um, I always had several of them, and I, I would always read them and be like, oh, wow, I just learned so much. And then, um, yeah, I'd always buy little quiz games, and in in uh, high school, there was they would have little trivia nights, and I would always just smash everyone. <laughs> and it was, it was really just because of all the reading I did when I was a little kid, those uh, toilet books. Okay, wow. And then how did you make the jump to actually hosting nights yourself? Maybe about seven years ago, I went to a trivia night in Brisbane and I just thought, oh, wow, this is great. I, I could do this. But um, all, the, all the trivia nights were kind of based at, you know, 40 to 60-year-old people. None of the questions I found were really relevant to me or particularly interesting. So I just kind of mm-hmm. wanted to make it for people my age, um, if anyone was into trivia. So, yeah, I just ended up going to uh, a venue and asking if I could run a trivia night for them and it just started from there, really. Well, so you really, you started it yourself. Yeah, well, there was there was a um, a trivia business called Man vs. Bear that had been around for a couple of months and I 
spoke to them and said I'd love to be a host. And they're like, okay, well, you find a venue. And then <laughs> I, I went and spoke to um, the Bright Side, which was a, uh, it's like a club I used to play at and DJ, whatever. And um, yeah, I'd basically, I mean, they just were like, yeah, write your own trivia night and do it. And we'll post about it on Facebook. So I was basically running it myself. But yeah. And did they give you any training or anything? Or was it just, you just <laughs> threw you up there? They just threw me in the deep end. They, they didn't really know what they were doing either. <laughs> oh. And all the people who ran Man vs. Bear ended up leaving it in like three months and I just took over it. So I ran Man vs. Bear for, I don't know, four or five years until I changed it to Isolation Trivia. Okay. Wow. And can you remember that very first night? How were you feeling before we went up there? Oh, I was terrified, hey. I was like <laughs> just a pit in my stomach. I was... Because I'm actually quite afraid of public speaking or at least I used to be and that's kind of the reason why I jumped into it too because I wanted to get much better at it and mm. I was so terrible at it I remember I worked at a cinema every so often I would have to address a cinema full of people and oh no like shaking oh, the movie's not on today or, you know, well that's the thing it's never good news if you have to do that right it's not and um <laughs> Or like they they wanted to give me they wanted me to give speeches before like fancy movies because it was oh, like boutique movie night and it was events and it's like they're not really boutique movies. <laughs> like, yeah, give a speech and I'd be like, ah, oh, this movie was directed by. The... I'd always be so afraid and yeah. I hated doing it and I was like, I need to get better at this. So I just kind of threw myself in the deep end and um, yeah, booked booked this trivia night and of course the thing you do when you write trivia and you're not super experienced as you make everything so hard and so specific um it's it's very easy to write a hard question it's very difficult to write uh, medium to easy questions mm. which is interesting but um yeah i was i was just so nervous and i used to think that i would have to somehow entertain people and i'd do like just terrible jokes here and there just, <laughs> oh, man I, yeah it was so cringe looking back on it <laughs> i've gotten a lot better i think cool. Jokes, maybe not. But <laughs> what did your friends and family think when you were like, "Hey, I'm going to start hosting trivia"? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, they, the guys in the band, were like, "Oh yeah, what are you going to do when trivia stops being cool?" <laughs> <laughs> How dare they? I don't know, right? <laughs> Jokes on them. <laughs> It'll never <laughs> stop being cool. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and. Um, Everything, everyone was kind of supportive of it, I suppose. I don't, mm. know, I don't think people really understood what was happening. Like, oh, it's like you, to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, that plays into my insecurities again, where it's like, oh, no, it's actually good. It's, I'm, I'm not just, <laughs> I'm not at the pub talking to no one. Like, yeah. It's kind of like when we talk to our families about starting a podcast. <laughs> I don't think my mum knows what a podcast is still. Oh, no. And... Let's, let's hope they never find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when, when you talk to like your stand-up comedians, they, they really talk about there's that long phase where you just bomb every night on stage and you have to keep going up and just practicing and practicing and then mm. all of a sudden it just clicks. Did that happen to you at all? Um, I don't know about the clicking part, but definitely a lot of bombing and still bombing today. But um, definitely a lot of bombing and just reading the room because... You've, you've always got the trivia there. I think a lot of trivia hosts or, um, yeah, people, people hosting trivia think that they need to be 
the um, source of entertainment. They, they don't. It's not about you. That's what I try to tell everyone who hosts for me. Like, remember, it's not about you. People are there to listen to questions and give answers. No yeah. pressure to be funny or anything like that. And yeah, I used to, I used to try and make it funny and make little jokes and stuff, but more often than not, they would bomb. And um, it's more just reading the room. Like, you can't be too authoritarian is what I figured out. I used to be like, everyone, swap your answer sheets. No, you're idiots. Do it. <laughs> you just got to be nice to people and it'll go much better. <laughs> yeah, you got to read the room. That, that's interesting to me because you get all sorts of trivia. We'll get into that a bit later, I think, with some of Dylan's questions about adjudicating answers. Um, <laughs> but obviously, you've been doing this for a long time now and obviously you've got the Facebook side of it as well. Was there a moment where you remember like, yeah, I love this. I'm going to do this you know, as a career almost? Um. Yeah, maybe a couple of years ago, I'm just like, wow, I love my job. <laughs> this is great. Like, mm. This is what I was born for, writing questions and giving answers. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just been like a slow kind of process. It's it's great not having a boss, obviously. Mm. I love writing. I mean, the the most annoying part is running the trivia businessy part, like finding people to host nights and things like that. But mm. running the actual nights is a dream. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's something Dylan and I are looking at at the moment. We like doing the podcast. That's the fun part. But mm-hmm. the other side of it can get like making decisions about sponsorship and business and things like that wasn't part of Dylan's dream that he had about <laughs> starting this podcast, you know? No, definitely not. You just you know, obviously, I mean, everyone wants to just focus on the fun parts. But yeah, unfortunately, you've got to do those boring bits too. Mm-hmm. Now, if we move to isolation trivia, how'd that start? Uh, well, it was, I guess. Uh, mid-March I started getting calls from all the venues saying we're closing down um, no more trivia nights and every every email I got was just like oh no what am I doing with my life mm. like every every source of income is gone I was like oh no and um, yeah I just uh, I just decided to stream and I think I was the first person to really stream trivia um, especially out of anyone in Brisbane I think anyone in Australia really um, I just started streaming it and I created the new page, the Isolation Trivia, because I did it on the Man Best Bear originally. Um, yeah, and it's, it just grew every single time I did it. It was, I just, it was mostly because I needed something to do as well too. And I, I just wanted to connect with all the teams that I was seeing in real life every single week mm. and ended up connecting with much more people. And did you feel nervous about moving online or what were you thinking when it was, when it was happening? Ah, uh, no, because I never put any much stock into it. I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll, do a, I'll do a crap stream. I don't care. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a lot of free time. I'll do something. Yeah. Um, the more, the bigger it got and the more pressure that came with it um, started to get to me maybe a little bit. But, um, yeah, at the start, I really didn't care at all. I was like, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Though. And how big has the audience got? Uh, I think the high. I mean, the highest we had, at a live stream was about two and a half thousand. Ooh. But that's that's screens as well too. So I'd say there's probably two to five people behind every screen. So mm. I mean thousands of people every week. At the moment we're sitting around uh, just under four hundred screens every week, which is still really good considering most of the country's out of lockdown. That's um that's remarkable and that's yeah, that's way more than you get in a little pub, isn't it? Oh definitely, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. And what's the main difference between doing a real, like, a event night or a isolation night? Oh, you mean uh, in real life? Yeah. Um, 
with the isolation, I, I, I need to spend all day pretty much working on the, um, the setup for it and the, the format and the platform. And with the real life night, I can really just, I, I don't want to say half ass it, but it, it doesn't, <laughs> I don't have to put in as much work. Mm. I'm not going to have as many people scrutinizing everything and I can just kind of make it up as I go a little bit. Yeah, everything needs to be in order for the isolation uh, stream. But in real life, I, like, yeah, I can I can make up a new question on the spot and be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not something I know either. You just, no. you just freewheel it up there. Yeah. I remember you saying once um, last year, I was watching a stream and you are saying isolation is really great because you know, so many different people who can't always get to live in-person events, they can watch the stream. They, they might have family or medical or they live remote or financial reasons but they can always stream to facebook and i think that's a terrific quality and it's yeah i commend the, the isolation trivia in that respect thank you yeah it's um it's a group of people that i had never even considered that people that there were people who liked trivia but couldn't come out to physical nights um yeah i'd always just assumed oh yeah if you liked it you'd just come out it'd be fine but um yeah i think it really tapped into a great group of people that I yeah had never really realized were there, mm. and that's the, that's the other great thing. So I don't think Dylan's actually watched a stream, but I've watched a fair few, and I did it with my partner a lot um, when she was she's here. She's living away at the moment, um, but I came in a few weeks, and there was already this great community that was building. Like there's in jokes, there's Shrek every week. You've got questions that repeat. Um, I don't know. Were you thinking when you started off? I'm going to build this community of, of really positive people or will that just emerge organically over the few weeks it was starting out? It just emerged organically. And I think it's just trivia. Like people who love trivia are genuinely legends. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> they're just nice people who don't take themselves too seriously. And it takes a little bit to weed out. It's like over the months we've weeded out the people who take themselves too seriously or take the night too seriously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like, I, I never thought such a community would uh, eventuate but i'm very glad that happened. and i think a lot of that that comes from you as the host as well that you sort of set that that positive mindset from the very beginning and that's something we want to do on the podcast as well we've got a pretty small community but we really want to make it as positive as possible i mean i think i do i don't know about dylan maybe he wants to make it really hateful oh yeah no, toxic yeah 100 yeah. no, <laughs> toxic fandom that's what you want yeah absolutely it just at each other's throats like all the time <laughs> just a bloodbath yeah toxic mom yeah. <laughs> um, um, so one of my favourite moments always is the peg running joke um, I don't know Dylan that's going to make much sense to you um, or anyone who watches actually but I just sort of go with it <laughs> um, it doesn't make any sense at all <laughs> it, my, my partner she loves when you ban somebody and sometimes she just sings a song to herself um, that's just great stuff you know <laughs> it's, it's- it's like um, people jumping onto the absurd jokes that I make and then suddenly it's this ongoing thing and I, I don't un- quite understand how it happens, but I like it. But you just got to go with it, yeah. The pegs, for example, like um, Dylan, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, for yeah. some reason everyone worships pegs, like the physical pegs. I've actually got about 20 of them around me right now. It's in like clothesline pegs. <laughs> yes, yeah, clothesline Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's because um, at the start I thought it would be funny if I put pegs on all the black keys of my piano and then tried to play songs and like obviously every time you'd hit a black key the peg would fly off and like hit me in the face or something and I, I just wouldn't address it at all 
I'd just be like, okay, I'm going to play some, like, uh, I need you to identify the songs from the, you know, piano versions. And then just never address it at all. And people would be like, oh, I hate these pegs. What are you doing? It's so hard to concentrate. What's happening? But some people got it and they thought it was very funny. And then I think we started giving away prizes and doing a prize wheel. And I would always be like, okay, you can have like a, um, you know, a carton of beer or you can have a packet of pegs. And... And then the joke just became, we just want pegs. We don't want any stupid prizes. <laughs> and now it's just about pegs. And uh, oh, and every time I send out merch, I put a peg in there too. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's be funny. Yeah, that's, that is something I don't think you could have sat down and said, all right, I'm going to make pegs a running joke on this, on this show. <laughs> no, it's, it's stupid. It shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing, Dylan, that, that happened every week is that there's an isolation recreation where um, I assume it's Eamon. I don't know if anyone else ever puts on the Shrek costume, but you oh. know, recreate a, a film trailer or a film scene. And I hope it's not a false memory, but you did miss Stoutfire once, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, I think oh. that's my favourite. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what, what's your favourite? My, my favourite? Mm. Good question. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Jaws one? <laughs> That must be difficult each week trying to think up a new film to recreate. It is. It's, it is a massive pain, honestly. <laughs> like, um, I've, I've totally run out. I feel like we've done so many at this point. Um, and people are always like, oh, Eamon, you must love Shrek so much. I'm like, it's okay. It's just the only, <laughs> one, the only costume I had. And it, it, it basically came out of the necessity of us being at home alone and having to film more than one character. It's like, obviously, I can't play every character. There needs mm-hmm. to be some way to have two people talking that don't look exactly like me. Um, but, yeah, it's, it, they take ages. And, um, they, yeah, they're fun, though. People seem to like them. <laughs> That's why I do them. Yeah, it's always a popular, popular one, I think. Uh, and you've done lots of themed nights. What's been your favourite themed trivia night so far? Um well, the Harry Potter ones always go off. Uh, Harry Potter is n- not necessarily my favourite thing to do because people take it so seriously and they <laughs> see it as such an integral part of their um, personality that they want to argue absolutely everything uh, if they get it wrong. So I don't usually love Harry Potter, but Harry Potter ones have been fun. Um, I really enjoyed doing the 100 Streams Halloween special. I thought that was the best one. Oh, cool. Where every answer was a spooky thing. <laughs> Ladyfinger bananas. <laughs> See, that's the extra effort you put in, Amen, that other hosts wouldn't do. So oh, it's my life. <laughs> um, and look, don't answer this if you're not into it. Um, you know, maybe we can wait until after recording if you like. But you got these um, partnerships with sponsors, and you know that's something that we're interested in. So yeah. you know, how that sort of begin and and, and grow? Uh, well, I'm so I'm so terrible at businessy things like I can't <laughs> smooth talk people I can't be like hey you give me this I give you this and snaps like I'm just like <laughs> uh well I Green Beacon was sponsoring the um the big ones I do at the trip and so every month I do like a big music game show where I have um like entertainment like celebrity guests on stage and it's, it's a big music trivia so they were sponsoring that and they ended up reaching out to me and just being like, oh, how are you going? What, what, what are you doing with the lockdown? And I was like, I'm doing this stream. I think you should sponsor it. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and, 
Um, I had been talking, I mean, I, I run trivies for Burger Edge too, and once again, they kind of checked in with me, and I was like, I'm doing this stream, I got lots of people watching it, do you want to sponsor? So, yeah, okay. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> so, basically, um, most of them have come to me, except for Sea Legs, our, our current one, who I just messaged, I was like, hello, I've got a big stream, can I please have some beers to give away? Um, but yeah, it's been, it's, it's been annoying having to do the businessy part, but all the spots have been really great. Okay, so hopefully someone just like reaches out to us and then just happens like that. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the idea, but I don't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count on it. I think sometimes okay. you need to. Uh, yeah, you need to hustle a bit. So. Okay, Dylan, hear that? Hustle. Oh yeah. Yeah. What kind of, well, what kind of sponsors are you after? Ones that give us money. Yeah. Oh. Anyone will will take us. That's fine. No, we're not really sure. We need to like get someone who, yeah, aligns with what we're doing. So we'll have a think about it. Uh, this might be a good spot to bring Dylan in, actually. Dylan, what's your experience with Trivia Nights? Anything memorable or? Yeah, well, done? I've been to two in my life. <laughs> okay. Where Both been at Dylan too. Uh, in Helladen. Helladen. Yeah, that about. Made up. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's about uh, about an hour and a bit down from Brisbane, just shy of Toowoomba. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been to two, um, both RSLs, and I lost one, and the other one I won a 24-pack of schooner glasses, so... Hey. Yeah. Hit, right? Yeah, yeah, 50-50, yeah. Going all right. And I just wanted to keep it at that, I guess, so just stopped going. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying we should bring a trivia night to the Helden pub, Dylan? Oh, why not? Why not? I'll get on board. All right. And what would be your special subject, Dylan, if you went had to go to another trivia night? Oh man, um, I don't know. Star Wars is pretty. I'm pretty knowledgeable about Star Wars, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's a popular one, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, it'd be easy to set up as well. I'm, I'm guessing. See, I, I love trivia nights, and I've, I don't go regularly, but I really should. And obviously, I do isolation pretty regularly. Um, but as Dylan would know, I'm a bit of a nerd. And I retain useless knowledge, so, you know, I do okay generally, but I don't usually win. But my last trivia night, I did win. And I kind of feel like I had an unfair advantage, though, because it was at a cinema here in Brisbane. <laughs> and I was there with my friend Lauren, friend of the show Lauren, and we both got film degrees from uni. And it was a movie themed, obviously, and we just blasted them. We, <laughs> the other people had no chance at all. But, um, you know, we still won, so... Was it at the Blue Room? Yes, it was, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, um, had to use that film degree for something in my life, so, yeah, it's come in handy. Did you win some popcorn or something? No, we won a, a private screening at the cinema. That's that's actually a pretty good prize, isn't it? It's a, it's a great prize. We just need to work out what we're going to see, so. Yeah, I was going to say, what, can you see a new film or do you have to bring it in? I think the plan was um, any film they're showing, they'll um, put aside a screen for us, but also... There aren't many films showing, so they might be a bit lean in about, you know, bring some, bring a Blu-ray in, and then see how you go. So, see, I need to track down Lauren. See what we're going to do for that. Mm. Um, Amen. You mentioned before you don't really get to answer the questions. Do you still go to trivia nights yourself, or is it just the host that you do? It's just uh, oh, not anymore because I'm basically working Monday to Saturday, exactly at trivia time. Yeah. Times as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to go. I guess once a week, but um, yeah, I just don't have the time for it anymore. 
I also like because I've I've become a li- like I've become a bit of a trivia snob as well too. Like, <laughs> go to a night and just be like, oh, these questions are rubbish. I'll be like, uh, did you like know how the sausage is made? Now you're like, yeah, exactly. And I can tell where the from the internet they've stolen them from too. Oh no! Try harder. Because everyone does that. Everyone just, um, you know, oh, I'll put on a trivia night. I'll Google trivia questions and then it's the same, like, mm. list of questions. Yeah. Where's the purity, you know? Exactly. I used to, uh, yeah, I used to, when I started, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll find some questions and then, but they're, they're just never, never as good, I think. You need to sit down and write them yourself. You can't steal questions. Come on. Yeah. What are you doing with your day? <laughs> you know, I guess we take um, trivia nights for granted, but... Like they, they've just always been around, but you know they had to have been invented or you know started at some point. Um, from what I can gather on my pretty quick research, it seemed like you know it was the UK in the seventies. This particular pub was like we need to get people in on non-popular nights, so they to start doing pub trivia. Hmm. Is there anything else you know about the history of these nights, Eamon? Uh yeah, it was Lord Albert Trivia who um, invented it. Um, no, actually, I. <laughs> I was going with you there for a second. <laughs> um, I have no idea, but in Brisbane, at least they they started at least getting kind of. Uh, well, I remember the boom of themed trivia, mm-hmm. which is about two thousand and eleven, I think. All of a sudden, there'd be like Seinfeld trivia night, and it would pack out, and there'd be a line all the way down the street. It's just all these people like, oh wow, we can do themed trivia nights, and now they're everywhere. Sucks, but yeah, around that time it's really started to blow up in in Brisbane. Okay, um, I've got a friend. Actually, I think it was it was our friend Mark, um, Dylan, who does our theme song. Oh, Mark the Man. Mark yeah. the Man. Yeah, and he mentioned once that you know it'd be a great setting for a movie a trivia night. I looked into that a little bit. Um, there's been a few TV shows around the the world set in trivia night. Um, setups, and one of them was a New Zealand TV comedy called Nothing Trivial. It's about a group of friends who meet weekly at a weekly trivia competition. It sounds really cool. I haven't watched it, and I don't know how you'd find it because it's you know New Zealand TV sometimes isn't the easiest thing to track down. Is that something you've been aware of, Eamon? No, I've never heard of that. It's yeah, okay. I have to get my VPN out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And Dylan and I were just talking about the um, episode in the, the original UK office where they go to pub trivia night. Have you seen that one? Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I often make people uh, throw their shoes over the pubs to win. Yeah. That's, that's the final test, yeah. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Um, okay, Dylan, you had some questions about the, the trivia process. Do you want to get into them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, mainly, you touched on it a bit, uh, how it's easy to write, like, a hard question and that mm. sort of thing. Do you still... What's, like, the general mix of easy, medium, and hard questions, would you say? What's a good ratio? I, I kind of want everybody to get about 70%. Mm-hmm. Usually. Sure. Uh, a score about 70. I just can't, like, you just kind of vibe it out. You can tell how many hard questions and how many easy questions there are. But, um, yeah, you want, I, I found out very quickly that it's much better to have an easier night than it is a harder night. People have a lot mm -hmm. more fun if it's easy than it mm -hmm. is really difficult. You can see the vibe change once you start asking the hard question. Mm, okay. <laughs> and if you're asking a hard question, it has to be, well, Mostly, it has to be one that once they hear the answer, they go, oh, of course. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, the sure. ideal kind of thing. You, you either want that, oh, I should have got that, or oh, I can't believe I didn't get that. Not, oh, what? That's, <laughs> that's the worst. That's yeah. the worst sound to hear. No, that's fair enough. And um, with the theme nights, do you, with the prizes, do you like theme the prizes around the theme, or you just like take what you can get pretty much? Or I used, I used to do that, but uh, at this point, I take what I can get. I can't, I can't be putting it <laughs> <laughs> I've just been doing it for so long. Uh, some, yeah, sometimes. It's up to the venue, really. So the venue will supply, supply the prizes. So it depends how mm. um, how into it they are. Oh, yeah, okay. They are. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And um, with the people, like, arguing over semantics, like on the Harry Potter nights you mentioned, that sort of thing, how do you deal with the... Uh, the David Brents of the world. <laughs> it's, it's they are they are the pits, man. They're my absolutely <laughs> favorite people. People like just pettiness and arguing. And on the on the stream, I get it so much more than real life. Um, well, people are braver and on their keyboards, aren't they? Yeah, surprise. And it's it's surprising how many people are actually wrong and how <laughs> confident they mm. are. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I I would have to like I used to. Um, and at the start of the stream, someone would argue with an answer, and I'd be like, oh, no. I mean, I've, I've been humbled many times. Obviously, right? <laughs> I'm, like, ah, I'm pretty sure it's this. And then someone will be, and I'll look it up and be like, oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. Oh, um, but so many people, yeah, they'll just argue with something. And then you're like, oh, yeah, and look it up and be like, they were completely wrong. I don't understand. They have Google right next to them. Um, but, yeah, I just, just but, yeah. Pettiness and pedantry is, is just the worst part. You, know, you just got to remind them it's it's all for fun. Mm. You're answering questions in a pub. It's like you're winning a bowl of chips. <laughs> Come on, that's fair enough. And um, with the pub, and I imagine it's probably harder with like isolation trivia. I don't know how you monitor this. Do you like have to take people's phones away so they don't cheat, or no? I is just, it kind of an honor system? It's an honor system. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Sure. Especially with the internet, um, you can't you can't force people not to cheat. There's there's no way to do it really. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it just has to be on a system. And in pubs, I just kind of you just kind of keep an eye. I've never really found people cheating. Maybe once, but um, just uh, yeah. You just like I said before, you need to remind them that if they're compromising their uh, morals and integrity for a bottle of chips, they're a freaking loser. <laughs> You tell them, Eamon, yeah. Um, yeah, when you're writing questions, do you go like, question first or answer first and then try and figure out a question that would go for it? Or is, do you think of a topic and then find questions that might go around it? What's, what's your process? Yeah, a bit of both. I, usually yeah. throughout the week, every time I hear, like I've got trivia brain, so every time I hear a word, 
that I haven't heard in a little bit or something interesting, I'll put it down in my notes. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the week, I'll look at all the notes and then turn them into questions usually. So I'll usually start answer first. And um, yeah, maybe like you'll, you'll make up a question like, uh, I don't know, what are the four countries that border uh, the Czech Republic or something? And you actually mm-hmm. have to look it up and double check. Yeah, but, um, yeah it's, it's mostly answer first. And then at the end of, when it, once I've written probably 80% of the trivia, I'll be like, okay, I haven't written any sports questions or science questions. I need to throw them in. It's funny you mentioned trivia brain because when I was you know, shotgunning three isolation trivias a week last year for a while, I got that as well. I was looking at things. I was creating questions in my head all the time. I'm like, I'm not even doing this. I'm just doing this for fun now. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's a weird, yeah, it's a weird way to, like I'll <laughs> often be talking to Alana or someone and, I'll just be talking, yeah, yeah, and I'll just take out my phone and put something in the notes. And like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Seems a bit strange. And when you're, you're hosting the night, do you, do you feel like there's pressure to perform? Definitely, yeah. Um, for sure. Um, I've, like, when I started, I felt more pressure. But now it's like, oh, it'll, it'll run itself. But mm. um, yeah. Because I've been to some, like you kind of mentioned before, when the host is flat and it just makes or breaks the night, how the host is. It does. So I think the important thing is just to be engaged and be friendly. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're cracking jokes or, you know, being funny or anything. You just need to be kind of present and friendly and make it look like you're having fun. And that's, that's even true when you're like, you've got a headache or you've had a bad day and you still got to put yourself out there for the night. Is that, that something you can come across? Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like it's... I mean, you spend all day on it, but it's just it's just an hour, like two hours in the night. Come on, just push through it. Get yeah. It. <laughs> and you've come across some good and bad team names, I'm sure, in some regulars. What's the what's the best and worst you come across? Worst. Um, the, I can never remember them, but the most overused ones are your acquisite Harry, Trivia Newton, <laughs> Uh, we thought this was speed dating. Uh, my drinking team has a trivia problem. Quiz in my face. Quiz in my pants. Quiz Islamic State. Quiz Islamic State's always one where I go over and I'm like, what's your team name? And they're like, oh, look at it. And it's like, Quiz Islamic State. I'm like, okay. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're bad. <laughs> <laughs> you and every other team. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just the boring ones. That I, don't, I, like, I like really strange ones. There was a team... Uh, recently called Kicked in the Dick, which I quite like. Um, <laughs> just like, yeah, just, just, just weird names of, of inside jokes. I, I always think are good. Not necess- I don't really like quiz puns. They've all been done before. King Quizard, the Quizard Quizard, Quiz Khalifa, uh, <laughs> John Trivialta. They've all been done. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's fun to them, but you're like, all right, guys. You're the millionth I've seen this year. Yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, and quiz quiz on my face is always one. Like, your team name, like quiz on my face. Oh, I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're crazy. All right, cool. Um, I've got one three part question to go. Anything else you want to go get out, Dylan? No, no, all good for now. All yeah. right, okay, Amin, quick fire round. Hmm. Funniest moment you've come across in trivia. Funniest moment. Second to think about this. Sure. 
a quick fire round, but okay, you can. Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's a big question for a quick fire round? Okay, sure. Probably like quick fire round, yes or no? Dogs, <laughs> dogs can look up. I don't know. Um, I don't know. There hasn't been many particularly funny ones. At least I've done so many at this point. I don't really know. Yeah, but true. Not on not on your riders. Uh, the big one I do at the trip. It was quite a lot of funny moments. I can't think of any right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Any any weird moments? There's definitely been a lot of weird moments. I've had people <laughs> um, people like faint and like uh, oh Jesus in some parts of the venue, and I've got to go find the rest of their team. It's always been weird. What else has happened? It's been weird. Sometimes. There's a place I do it called Shady Palms. Whenever it rains, it starts to flood inside Trivia. I usually give it maybe like two centimeters before I'm like, all right, Trivia's cancelled. <laughs> okay. And any like most awkward moment on a Trivia night? Oh, so many awkward moments. Um, at the start, I used to drink beers uh, when I would run the nights and um, just, just to, you know, get the confidence up. But I soon realised that I have to do it sober. Like you, you can't, you can't run it if you're a little bit pissed because the adding up point is yeah, oh no, yeah. And people will get angry. Like I've in the past, like at the very start, announced the wrong team that has won just because I'm bad at adding up, and this whole kerfuffle has been awful. <laughs> and, um, yeah, another another thing is I I told you I've only ever had one time where people have cheated, and it was. Yeah, it was at the bright side once, and there was a cash prize. And this team mm. did pretty poorly on their first round. And then all of a sudden, in the second round, they got 100%. <laughs> and so I had to go give them the money. And I was like, okay, guys, okay, uh, I'm going to give you money. I, I, I feel like you didn't like you didn't do it fully truthfully. So I'm just going to ask you some questions about your answers to make sure that you, you know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, dude. I was like, okay. Um, and like the question I had asked earlier was Harper Lee's second novel just came out. What was it? And they wrote, <laughs> go set a watchman. I was like, okay. I'm like, what was the name of her first novel? And they're like, oh, oh, oh it's Roll Dahl or something. Some other answer. I was like, no, it was To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> one of the most famous novels ever. And it was just another one. And uh, then they started getting kind of really angry. It was obvious they had cheated. And I was just like, look, I can't prove that you didn't cheat, but I just want you to know, if you did cheat, you're a piece of shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you're a freaking loser, dude. And like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, here's money. Mm. Wow. Okay, don't piss off fame then, clearly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I might call you a bad word. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, I don't know, it's so lame cheating at pub trivia. Yeah. Nothing better in your life. You're only cheating yourself, really. You're only cheating yourself. Yeah. They they, they did get a hundred dollars though, so they were doing fine. But yeah, God. Okay, so Dylan and I thought we would turn the tables on you, Amen, and we'll ask you some trivia questions based on the topics of our previous episodes. So, if you listen to every episode, you'll be fine. So that, that's going to be the case, right? <laughs> Which I do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so no pressure, but if you don't get them right, I think that means Dylan and I. Take over isolation trivia. So, fair. That, that, that is true. That's how it works. Yeah. So, oh, side. So oh, I, I don't know if it's worth bringing up, but in the middle of um, in the middle of lockdown, I actually uh, a bigger trivia company threatened to sue me. Um, oh. Because they 
thought they were just bullies basically they've sent me this big crazy message that's like we're the big boys and we let you get this big um but now it's time to reel you back in which i was like come on how dare you um and they were saying that i had stolen movie recreations from them oh which is insane i've never watched their trivia nights i don't think they're very good I'm not into them, but um, just the idea that they owned recreations or parody was just crazy. So they sent me this giant thing saying, like, you need to publicly apologize and say that you stole it from us. And um, yeah, it was, I, I just sent them back the thing saying, like, hey, I haven't copied you. Have a nice day. And then the next week I did two recreations. Or something like <laughs> but um, I was thinking, like, I should challenge the owner of this trivia company to a trivia off and then it takes all. Ooh. And um, I guess that's what made me think of that. That's so, the movie, isn't it? That's that the is movie you're going to make. In the <laughs> trivia world. Um, yeah. When it takes all. Okay. So we're going to do two questions each. And I think Dylan's going to go first. So keep in mind your trivia company is on the line here. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Yeah. Code of honor. Yeah. So I haven't adhered to the, uh, don't write hard questions because I think they're both pretty hard. You know, that's all right. Now, who played the role of Racer X in the 2008 cult classic Speed Racer? Uh, is his name Emil Hirsch? Ooh. That's a partial credit, I reckon, Dylan. Oh, Racer X, Racer X. No, he was Speed Racer, wasn't he? Uh, I haven't seen it, but um, Racer X is the bad guy, right? Uh, I'll tell you, no, he's um, he's his right. He's kind of like his friend's rival, the mysterious what? one. Okay, so it, it's someone who looks a bit like Emil Hirsch, right? Oh, <laughs> you could say that. I guess. Am yeah. I completely wrong? Well, they're supposed to be brothers, so I guess you could argue, <laughs> but also quite not. Is it? Is it? Is it one of those guys who look like him, like uh, Anton Thingo? No, no, that's all right. You didn't get it right. That's all right. Have you seen Lost? I see, no, I haven't seen either of them. So. Oh, okay. Well, it was Matthew Fox is the answer. Damn, I was going to go with who played Speed Racer. Should I ask you that? I wish you had. I, th- <laughs> I thought Emil Hirsch might have been a, a bit of a hard pluck, but you, you got it straight away. <laughs> didn't know you are such a fan of his work. Yeah, I'm a Hirsch head, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, mine's a bit easier, Eamon. I think everyone knows this one. So, which McDonald's character was relaunched in 2015 as a sexy reimagining? <laughs> Just relaunched as a sexy reimagining. I have no idea, but I'm gonna. I feel like you can't you can't do it to Birdie, obviously, because that's a bit weird. Um, it's like a little girl. You can't do that. Clowns. You can't really make clowns. Super sexy. I don't think it's Ronald. I don't, I've never seen a sexy Ronald. Grimace? You, like, you want to think Grimace because if anyone's going to be sexified, it would be the big blobby Grimace. Um, <laughs> I reckon you could turn the hamburger into something sexy. Like those stripes, that little like face masky thing. So I'm going to say hamburger. You're correct, Eamon. Yes. <laughs> and some would say he was already sexy, but yeah, you're right. They, they made him sexier, you might say. Sexier. <laughs> okay, Dylan, go ahead. All right. A little bit easier. A little bit easier, this one. 
So, how many theatrically released Star Wars films have there been? Theatrically released Star Wars films. And you, you're not just including the um, episode ones. Wow. That's the question. Theatrically released films, yeah. Theatrically released Star Wars films. So, we've got the nine, and then there was Rogue One and Solo. So, I'm going to say Solo. You were close. You were close, Sam. There's 12. There was actually an animated film that was also theatrically released. The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars was theatrically released. It was, yes. The movie. Yep. I feel like, I feel like you, this is, this is a technicality question. Yep. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't respect it and I do not, uh, I do not take that as an incorrect answer. <laughs> well. Uh, so the Clone Wars, when was that released? Uh, 2008, I think, or 2009, around then. It was just before the series launch. It's kind of like a kind of like a promotional thing for it. Okay, so I wouldn't I wouldn't count that as theatrically released then. Oh, wow. Sorry, <laughs> David Brent. How you going? <laughs> no, I'm turning into that guy. Hey, yeah, sure. Cool. I was nearly going to go harder on you because an Ewok film was technically released in like Europe. Theatrically, oh, yeah. but I, I didn't count that, so I thought I was being easy on you. Oh, but thank you. <laughs> you put your barbs up, mate. You're coming at me. <laughs> no, 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 no. We should, we should. Twelve. Five. <laughs> okay. So if, well, that's that's one of the that's one of the types of questions that you ask, and then you get a hundred people arguing. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, sometimes not worth it. I'm sure you're doing it. Oh yeah, I've tu- I turned I like turned down so many questions that I think are good just because like oh people are gonna argue with me I can tell. Yeah. Or like like asked once like what are the three films that Cameron Diaz plays the love interest of a green person? <laughs> yeah, that was actually at my trivia night the other night at the cinemas. Really? Yeah. They're that, that... stealing my trivia questions. Seemingly. They straight because I know they're fans. They play along. Oh, there you go. Are you serious? They actually asked that at the blue. They did, and then I was like, "Well, Shrek one, two, three. But then actually, the answer is the mask and Green Hornet as well. I can't Shrek. believe they stole that question. <laughs> I think it's time to write a cease and desist letter. Amy. <laughs> I think so too. I'm sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So Sh- Shrek, uh, the mask, and um, Green Hornet is what I had as the answer, but I. When I asked it, I said we can't include the sequels. Yeah. Mm. They might have forgotten. There you go. Jeez. Okay, my final question. Winner takes all. In 2017, La La Land and Moonlight were at the centre of a famous Oscars stuff-up for Best Picture. Yeah. But that year, which film won the Best Director Award? Best Director. La La Land. This is a great question. Thank you. Let me think. What else was a big film around that time? Was that the year that... No, Roma was like a year later. Um, oh, was that the... Did, okay, I feel like that was... Was that Get Out year? Um, it might have been, but not Get Out. Don't overthink it. Put it that way. Don't overthink it. Damien Chazelle didn't win for La La Land. Um, oh, I can't quote. <laughs> You're a bit closer than you think, I think, with that. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> 
was it Damon Chazelle? Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I think How well deserved. Oh, for sure. I think, as Dylan said, maybe more for Whiplash though. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I honestly, I hate musicals, but I, I loved La La Land. I thought it was great. I saw it at the cinema three times, and I've got a poster of it in my house. So yes, I agree. <laughs> it's great, man. I, it was better than Spotlight. Let's be real. Which one has had more impact? Yeah. It's funny sometimes Oscars films, they win Best Picture, but you never hear about them ever again. Yeah. Like Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. And yeah. Crash. And oh, yeah. A couple around that time. Um, yeah, I thought, oh, I deserved it, honestly. And I, I hate, how do you feel about musicals, Lonnie? I like musicals. I, I really do. But I think as much as I like them, there's nothing worse than a bad musical. So. Yeah. Okay, Dylan, do you have any other trivia questions? No, no, you just said 2A, so that's my two. Yeah. yeah, okay. Well, I guess we'll let you keep it. You keep your company for now, Eamon, but... It was our decision. Yeah, so. I don't know if I deserve it, honestly. I think you should tend <laughs> it. Don't, don't be surprised if I miss your man trivia comes up sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I know you're a bit of a rock star, Eamon. Dylan has famously said on this show several times that he doesn't like live gigs. Can you convince him otherwise? Oh, no, Dylan, you're correct. Thank no. you. Music sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not music that sucks, and it's not live gigs I hate, Monty. Okay. It's when it's like famous bands at concerts that I hate. Because okay. as, I've said bef- as I've said before, Eamon, my main issue is that with a produced like piece of music, like a song, that sort of thing, it's been like meticulated over and worked on so much that it's like the most perfect version that you could hear. So you're only paying much more money to hear a worse version of the song. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. I, it depends on how good the band is too. Uh, some, I feel like sometimes live versions are better, but I think what you're really paying for and, and going for is the community aspect of singing uh... with a bunch of people and seeing it all together and just looking at the person who created the song. Uh, to it, I think. Basically, I mean, it's it's different when you're um, seeing a band that you don't know, or just like a yeah. I think if the band means a lot to you, I think it's worth it being there just to see them, and being with the people reacting at the same time. Okay, well, I hate people, so that oh, might no, be the, <laughs> that might be the issue. What kind of music do you like, Lonnie? I mean, sorry, Dylan. It's, it's bit of everything because I've only got one name in front of me. <laughs> That's all right. No, a bit of everything. Oh, I like uh, if it's good, it's good. Like I've got some country music in my playlist. Got rock and roll, pop, techno, everything. Do you have the creases in your list at all, Dylan? No, not yet. Not yet. That's where you're going wrong. <laughs> you haven't experienced music until you listen. <laughs> Do you have more music coming out soon, Amy? No, I am. We haven't done anything in a in a while, and I think it's it's almost it's very hard to be in a band with your best friends. Um, creates a lot of tension, and it's it's also just difficult being in a band once you're past your mid twenties because it's like okay, I'm going to go out on tour and lose a bunch of money and sleep on the floor again. <laughs> um, so we, I kind of haven't had that inclination. I've been really happy doing trivia and Mm -hmm. it's something that I can do completely by myself and I don't have to rely on these other people Um, yeah I I much prefer it so we haven't really gone back to music just yet 
I do think about it sometimes, but um, it's just a lot of work and a lot of heartbreak. And um, I think I maybe I value my friendship with the guys more than I do the music that we've made in the past. If that makes sense. Oh, that's very eloquent and and deep. No. Yeah. And so, what does the future hold for you then, Eamon? Just trivia, I guess, is that the main thing you've got going on. Yeah, my my end goal has always been to have my own trivia TV show. Um, oh. Just because I think that there's there's a real space for it. I mean, in in the UK, there's so many great panel shows, and I I, I just love all their shows. Like never mind the Buzzcocks and Eight Out Ten Cats and stuff like that. There really isn't anything like that in Australia or or really anything like that aimed at this generation and younger, I think. Um, and I, I guess basically I'm just, I just want to make the show that I want to watch. Well, I support that for sure. Thank you. Let's manifest that, Dylan. Let's just put our energy into that. Okay. What are some upcoming um, uh, topics you've got on the pod too? Oh, a little bit of sneaky preview. Um, well, we're going to do a, our first comic book review next week. That one. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if Lonnie wants to tell his. Um, well, I'll, I'll keep mine secret for next week, but we have recently looked at... What have we got here? I've looked, some, I looked at <laughs> some biopics, Eamon, and oh, yeah. my um, particularly my infuriating... Inaccuracies with some of them that I found. I basically, have you seen Hamilton? No. No, well, there's a bit in Hamilton where they have a little joke to the audience, like, oh, this thing is particularly true, but it's not true, Eamon. Oh. They made it up for the, for the bloody musical. And it always infuriates me when I watch it. So I. Um, what's that, sorry? Tell everyone. Let's take down Hamilton. <laughs> They've had it too good for too long, Hamilton. Shamilton. <laughs> And the same with, um, you probably have heard The Last Great American Dynasty by Taylor Swift. No, no I'm, not, I'm not really into Taylor Swift. Hey, man, I thought we were friends here. Okay, well. I'm sorry, it's just never, never resonated with me. Um, okay. Well, she's more of my, my, my partner's you know, favourite artist, but she's got this song where she mentions that um, it's a biopic song, if you, you know, it's about a real person. And she mentions that this person's dog got um, died green, but in reality it was a it was a cat, Eamon. A cat died green. Yes. So why'd they change it for the song, Eamon? It's the same amount of syllables too. I, don't, I mean, unless it's at the end of the word, unless it's like no, it's not rhyming or anything. It's just so basically, I I created a whole episode just to um to complain to Dylan about that, which is a good healthy thing to do, I think. I think so. I, Inaccuracies like that in songs do annoy me. Um, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Dylan didn't seem to care much, but... There's a Kanye West song where he... Oh, I, don't, I don't remember the, the exact line, but it's... Um, I keep it 300 like the Romans. 300 bitches between the Trojans. Like, it was 300 was the smart Spartan. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Keep it 300 like the Romans. Anyway. Okay, <laughs> we'll bring you on sometime to talk about that fully, I reckon. That's a whole episode, for sure. You should get Kanye on to talk about that. Well, isn't he getting divorced? Maybe he's got a bit of a free time, probably, so... He does, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he'll, he'll come on, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, Eamon, is there anything we can promote for you? Anything you want to plug that's coming up soon? This will probably be coming out in a week or two, so keep that in mind. 
Oh, just just go to Isolation Trivia on Facebook if you want. It's fun. Um, but if you don't want to, that's chill. And um, yeah, come. Just come, come to the trivia night. It's cool. And don't please don't argue with me like I did with Dylan. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the pride in me. Uh, you know, I was like my whole trivia company was on the line. Yeah. I was feeling a bit like testy, so I want to apologize to you. Ah, uh, it's it's alright. I I forgive you for now. It's alright. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, thank you so much, Eamon, for coming on board. It's been an absolute treat. They um, they say never meet your heroes, but they never say anything about getting them on your podcast. So, <laughs> no, I'm glad I've done it and I've, I've had a ball. Thanks, thanks so much for having me, guys. I hope I was all right. I um, yeah, it was it was really cool to get the invitation. I really appreciate it. Right. If you ever get beach to come back on, just let us know. We can maybe you know go down some rabbit hole that you've, you've come across in your. Um, trivia writing process. Oh, sure. I'd love to. Yeah, excellent. Um, if you listen to this podcast, please get amongst Isolation Trivia. And if you're in Brisbane or you're visiting ever, um, come along to a live trivia event. We'll chuck some links into our show notes and maybe Dylan and I will come along sometime. Eamon, we'll give you a shout out when we, if we go there. Yeah, it's tr- try and take my, um, take my business from me again. Yeah. <laughs> see, see how well you go. <laughs> see, we're friends, but we're also rivals in that sense. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, shout out to everyone who's, you know, follows us on the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Insta. We're a small crew, but we're pretty strong. So thanks for that. And you know, if you're here coming from Isolation Trivia crew, you know, give us a follow and tell some mates if you've, if you liked us, just tell them how bloody good we are. Uh, thanks to Mark Irons for our theme song. Um, bit of trivia about Mark. He has a beard. Glad I know yeah. that. Yeah, it's true. That, that's true as an name and you know that. Yeah. Uh, well, until next time, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Miss you, Eamon. I love you too. Oh, I'll do it again. Sorry. Oh, again. I miss you. Oh, what are you doing, mate? We've got to take the company off from Dylan. Yeah, one day. I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.